We few, we happy few, we band of brothers. For he today that sheds his blood with me shall be my brother, be he ne'er so vile. This day shall gentle his condition, and gentlemen in England now abed shall think themselves accursed they were not here, and hold their manhoods cheap whiles any speaks that supported us at the Goblins and Growlers Patreon at patreon.com slash goblinsgrowlers. Are we good? Are we I'm, ready? I'm definitely recording. Yeah, I'm minimizing Gabriel that. of the future, I am so sorry for the nightmare that sinking these is going to be. Well, he's going to get through. He's going to get through the first clap sync and be like, all right, I've got everybody. Wait, where's Josh on this? This is Quid Pro Roll, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. Well, howdy, listeners. Welcome to the Daily Crier Listening Show, where all the news and fury and beyond can make its way right to you. That's right, right to you. Uh, I made camp by a tree, but it would seem that the tree wandered off at some time in the night. Good thing I didn't try to set up a hammock. Well, the sunlight is nice to wake up to, I suppose. And my friend here is still in need of repairs. Though I'd say they're looking a uh, might better at this time. Uh, certainly since the last time I checked in. And speaking of... After some much-needed rest, and some brief debriefing, the party hightails it into the Copper Temple, chalice key in hand. Their tiptoed trek into the ticking, talking temple took them deep beneath the clockwork city. Unnervingly silent and unexpectedly untouched, the heroes break their way into a bathhouse and breathe in the stale air of the temple. What lies beyond the pervasive pounding of gliding gears and moaning machines? What secrets sleep in this time-lost tomb. Listen closely, and as always, y'all take care now. So you continue to find yourselves in the bathroom, well, baths, of the Copper Temple. It's not fully a bathroom, it's more of a half bath, but the opposite of the half you would expect. There is no toilet in here, just this very large Olympic-sized bathtub. The water started out muddy and rusty and gross, but eventually cleared up. And as it begins to pour with force and power into the, into the baths, steam begins to rise and fill the room. Uh, let's start with you, Solinar. Where are you at? What you doing? Well, after an illuminating conversation about uh, Hen of the Woods? Chicken of the Woods? I think Hen of was... the Woods was what you landed on. Uh, These I are think... both actual types of fungi. They so... are, which is the problem. <laughs> one of them's a shelf mushroom, though, and that was the one we were talking about. So, I think after that, Solinar's gonna be like, all right. Yep. 
These, uh, this tub sure is filling up slow, huh? So, do we want to come back and check on this, or? Can I check how the, the water feels? Uh, yeah. Uh, I will tell you, it is it is pouring down with force. It's almost like, it's just a little bit less than like a fire hose as far as power goes. Mm-hmm. I'd still like to see if it's warm enough, though. Uh, yes, you're going to be able, even if you just put your hand near it, you are going to feel that the water is hot. Ooh. Like, like, uh, comfortable hot? Uh, it, you probably want to let it cool down a little bit. Oh, uh, well, regardless, um... Koza's gonna kind of kick off those boots and and let us kind of find a place to let his feet soak because he's kind of confused about it. He doesn't know where to go from here. So you're going to sit and put your feet on the cool stone of the bottom of the pool. Mm -hmm. And by the time the water reaches your feet after it fills to that point, it is going to be cool enough to be tolerable. Okay. If I remember correctly from last time, uh, boat was just sort of marveling at the pipes that were there. Yes, or... there were lots of there was lots of piping. Yeah, and what are what are the obvious exits from the room? So the obvious exits, other than the one that you've come in from, is there's going to be to the southern wall. There's going to be a large, somewhat ornate door that appears to be some kind of treated wood, and then okay. there's going to be an enormous stone door that the handles to open and close are in the reliefs of dragon heads. They're very obviously the handles in the reliefs of dragon heads. They're, they're, yes. Can we make, can we say that you have to pull the dragon's tongue and that's the release? That sounds kind of creepy and evil, but yes, sure, why not? I was okay. going to say next, but sure, oh, let's make what it if, weird. What if the relief of the dragons is in stone, but the tongue inside it is made of copper. Alana, I cannot emphasize enough how much I need you to put your tongue in your mouth because this is very distressing. Gravy Boat pulls the tongue. And you hear a soft <laughs> sound. Was that a tongue falling out? No, that was uh, some kind of mechanism. Okay. Uh, is the door a push or a pull? Uh, it is a push. All right, I'm going to push this door. So you push with a loud, cr slow creaking sound. You're going to step into an enormous room with a serene feeling of reverence. At the apex of this room stands a grand copper statue of a dragon. Its wings are unfurled. It's standing on its hind legs with its mouth open and triumphant roar. An altar stands in front of this statue with many pews set in even rows before it. The altar is clean and devoid of offerings, aside from a single copper collection plate. Candles are set around, fresh and unlit. Maybe that copper plate is the relic. Oh man, I still have a lot. Every other relic you've gotten has been in the shape of a dragon. Well, so what if somebody melted this down and turned it into a pot or a pan? I, I still have a match from my time inside of the dumbwaiter. I'm gonna light all these candles. You are going to be able to light all the candles, increasing the feeling of reverence in this space. Wow. Now this space feels of increased reverence. Reverence uh, plus five. I'm going to take the copper collection plate. Okay. You, Is there anything in it? You've only been in three rooms and you've already robbed this place. I'm just taking leftovers. 
No, there's nothing in the collection plate. It's just All a right. collection plate. Oh, Bo, want- you're taking you're taking elms. Here, wait. I've got a few gold pieces that I want to give to the dragons. No, you save those for the orphans, buddy. No, it's okay. If I give to the dragons now, then I'm pretty sure that I, they'll help us provide for the orphans later. I want to search around this dragon, uh, around the base of it, because uh, we had that one dragon that moved one time when we pushed some buttons on it. There. Okay, so you're looking around the base, or are you looking around the statue mm-hmm. at all? Uh, the base of the statue. All right, uh, go ahead and roll investigation for me. 16. So while you're not able to find anything obvious, you are able to see that the tail of the dragon, while sitting low in onto the floor as a way to stabilize the structure, it appears that it is attached to the floor in a way that seems odd. How so? It, instead of just being like bolted there as a way to stabilize the statue, it feels like the tail slightly goes into the floor in a way that would indicate that there is something connecting it beyond oh. just what you're seeing. Can I? Is it possible for me to try and lift the tail? You are not able to. It is a solid structure that is welded to the floor. Okay. Uh, I mean, you can attempt to make that strength check, but you're more than likely going to herniate yourself. Um, ooh, you know, I could cast, um, I could cast my earthquake spell. Please no, you guys are subterranean and earthquake has yet to go well for you. I'm just, I'm just spitballing. There are no bad ideas in brainstorming. It's really a numbers game. If we do it enough times, we're eventually going to get a good one. Um, or this campaign ends with the temple collapsing upon you. Is there any way for me to get up to the dragon's mouth? Like, there is. is, is that, are we talking like Fred Flintstone at the quarry where I can just walk up the tail, up the back, and get to the head? Yeah. All right, I'm going to do that um, and see if I can find anything around the dragon's head or mouth. So roll an investigation for me again. 17. Wonderful. You're able to see that inside the dragon's mouth, like deep in its throat, there's some kind of switch. So I have to pull the dragon's like uvula? No, you have to just reach into its mouth and hit a button. Okay. Um, Okay, yeah, I'll go, I'll push the button. I'll push the dragon mouth button. So as you push the dragon mouth button, you hear a soft rumbling coming from the direction that the dragon's tail was pointed. Oh no, it's casting Earth Tremor. <laughs> it leading, you to, <laughs> leading you to believe that the mechanism that this is activating was hidden in the tail through the floor. Solinar's going to uh, dig around in his pack for a minute, and then he's going to pull out the autumnal floral crown that he won from the Aberdeen Games. And he's going to put it down where the collection plate was. Be like, there you go. Now you got something. Well, that's very charming, Solinar. But why are you tickling that dragon's tonsils? I'm seeing if they're inflamed. Ooh, I like it. Wordplay. The door that opens is hidden. You can see it between two two decorative sconces on the wall, and it opens very subtly with a sliding motion. You hear from the inside, constantly. There's a librarian trapped in there. (laughs) Oh no, it's another haunted knife. Somebody's sweeping the floor. Yeah, secret door. 
Secret door. Secret Sweep door. the floor. Sweep Secret the floor. Secret door. Kozar, what are you doing? Are you are you there? Or are you just still hanging out? How relaxing is having my feet in this pool? It is very it is very lovely. Okay. Cause I'm I'm chilling and like you know, I guess I can get up and move. But man, it feels really nice right here. <laughs> So I will point party. out that you are in Split the party. <laughs> and that's when the pool filled with electric eels. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Can't... so Koza's hanging out in the in um, the pool. Has uh, like how far are they have they gone out of sight? I mean, you can hear them shuffling around in the other room. I, like I I'm kind of listening to hear them shuffle oh. around. And you heard a dragon fart. Uh, yes, you did. Okay. Uh, Johannes, what are you doing, buddy? Oh my god, I'm gonna go check out the person who's sweeping this room. I want to meet him. Yeah, Solinar would also like to know what's going on with the sound, uh, but he's gonna he's gonna take a little bit more of a cautious, stealthy approach. All right. So Johannes is just flat walking into the room. Solinar's kind of like da 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 sneaking in. Uh, Boat's going to, uh, to continue my Flintstones reference, slide down the back of the dragon. Perfect. You are able to continue this slide entirely into the secret room. Fantastic. I, I, I wanted to give you that one. The walls of this room are going to be made of several or of like several ornate copper plates that shift places with one another constantly like a sliding puzzle, making that sound you were hearing before. There is some kind of image that appears on these plates, but you're unable to make it out. Wait a minute. This is one of those adjust to the squares puzzles to make a picture. (laughs) (laughs) Just give us a Rubik's Cube next time. (laughs) So Um, the squares are shifting on their own without us interfacing with anything? Yes. Mm. Guys, I don't know how to say this, but there's a good chance that this dragon fart was haunted. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the ghost really wants to solve this room puzzle. <laughs> Constantly moving these squares around. Is there like a is there like a pedestal or any levers we can see around the room? No, and the panels themselves are enormous. They're roughly like three feet by three feet, each of the squares. And are they like, so they're like you say- sliding around, right? They're not like yes. turning. Brandon's so you- description was pretty apt. Okay, so when you said plates, you don't mean like I could just take my copper collection plate and stick it in there and complete the hole. No, but that would be hilarious. Okay. I mean, I'm happy to try it. So you're going to take the copper plate and put it in the current space? No, I'm not actually going to do that. I would only do that if I was going to try and break this and get through it a different way. <laughs> Can I, if I touch one of the one of the ones on there, it, does it move freely? Like, how are we supposed to manipulate these if they move automatically? So you're able to shift it, but the second that the plate moves, like the mechanics come and move the other plate, it yanks it out of your hand with force. Okay, maybe, maybe there's a way we can turn the, turn it off so we don't have it getting yanked away from us. Is there a switch anywhere? You can, you're welcome to roll. Yeah, I was going to say, let I me, can, let me investigate I this can, here room. 
I like, yeah, you can slide off of a giant dragon on your feet and don't need to roll, but look for a button. I don't think so. <laughs> uh, so I actually imagine it being on your butt, but on your feet. No, it was like Fred too. Flintstone. But feet make sense. We can do feet. <laughs> Onlyfans.com slash QPR. Colin, we can do feet. <laughs> uh, hey, guys, if you want to see Charles Bards' wiki feet, uh, go ahead to www www.charlesbarneswikifeet.feet. <laughs> I'm jumping on one of these plates. They're in the wall. Can I not grab onto anything? Okay, I thought you were trying to like jump them on feet first, and I was about to be like, there's a vine that shows well, what happens to you. Um, I'm definitely going feet first as well. <laughs> so you're trying to like monkey leap onto one of the panels? Yeah, spider Johannes style. Yeah, roll a acrobatics check, I guess? Yeah. As Johannes is doing this, what is the clearance between the plates after they finish moving? Uh, the entire size of one square. Oh, okay. So they're the size of a square. I said that the panels were three feet by three feet. The size of the square is how far Johannes falls when he rolls a one. No! Yes! So you hear a as Johannes just eats floor. I Well, first I ate wall and then I ate floor. This is oh. a two-part buffet style. Oh no, a, a squish like that can only mean one thing. Johannes, your limes. My limes! I, Ow! I hear this right in the limes. commotion and I'm going to go check out what's what's going on. Uh, I got you dry I, your feet with one of the provided fluffy towels. Mm -hmm, yeah. And uh, kind of hop into your boots as you walk back to the group. Yeah, I, I got a 23 investigation. I was kind of thinking that whatever mechanism moves these things around and controls them is in the floor. But I'm, I'm open. I'm open to whatever uh, 23 gets me. While you initially check the while you initially check the floor, you actually find that you can see behind the panels. The mechanisms that move it are within the wall that the panels are moving around on. It looks like there are a couple of wires or other kinds of similar trap-esque pieces that keep the mechanism moving. What are these plates made out of again? Copper. Copper plates, cool. I'd like to disarm traps. You can roll sleight of hand for me. Well, I got a 17 plus my sleight of hand, which makes a 24, plus my special gloves, which gives me another five. So 29. How does? Yeah, I think I think you're fine. <laughs> plus a bunch of squished limes. Plus plus your squished lime bonus. So you hear a soft and the panels stop moving. All right, let's see if we can figure out what's on these panels and then we can shift them around to make some sense. I can as tell you, you what's not on them, me. <laughs> as you look, you are going to notice that there seem to be the, the decoration that is around this wall that you thought might've been some kind of frame actually appears to be spaced out in such a way that you could use it as a ladder. Because it's going to uh, climb it. Oh. Okay. 
I wouldn't have thought to use the frame that way. You are about 12 feet in the air. Oh. Next to one of the panels. Okay. Because this is a tall wall covered can in I... three foot by three foot copper plates. Can I push on the panel? You can. Uh, you can push on it and easily sort of slide it down into its next space. Despite the size, they move pretty easily. What is it? Is there anything on this panel? Uh, part of what seems to be some kind of ornate decoration. Okay. So... I know how I as a person would solve this, but I as a person would need to be able to see the exact design where it's currently at and how then to manipulate it in order to figure out the order of things. I've, I feel like there's a there's a more engaging way to do this than for us to be like, I slide the panel, then I slide <laughs> it again, then I'm going to slide it again. Uh, Yes. There are hints around the space, uh, meaning the temple at large, as to what this image would be. Okay, so this is one of those, we just don't know enough about what's going on in here. I'm, I'm fine with that. Can you describe each panel to us? <laughs> <laughs> each individual panel? All right. Whatever this is supposed to be, we've been moving panels for what now, like five minutes? I don't know what the hell this is. Some things kind of make sense, but then you go to complete the image and then it doesn't make sense. So I think we need to do more exploring and then we'll figure out something based on what we find elsewhere. I'm going to look around the room and maybe see if I can find a um, some pumice. The room that you're in or the yeah. room with the baths? Well, this is off the room with the baths, so, you know, I'm just going to check real quick. Well, it's, it's two rooms removed from the room uh, with the baths. Um, okay. There is not a pumice stone in here. Do, do I see anything while I'm looking around? Roll investigation. A um, 12. Okay, yes. actually, you do find something. Oh, sorry, a 10. So. Mm, <laughs> never mind. Okay. You haven't found anything. Though you do, you do come across notably nothing. While you investigate and you look around in the cracks and corners, there is no dust. There is no dirt. There is no signs of abandonment or cobwebs or anything of the like. Given that this place has presumably been abandoned for hundreds of years, that is notable. There's no dust, you said. Nothing. Does it look like this room has ever been wet? It does not. Not okay. that you can tell, anyway. There's no long-term water damage or, or reaction to the copper or anything. Okay. Whether or not it's ever been mopped is, you know, you can't really tell. Um, like, like I said, I think we come back to this room later. It'll be like the, uh, it'll be like the grail when we were like, oh, what is this magic object we're looking for? And then there was the tapestry that had the grail on it. And we were like, aha, I think it'll be like that all over again. I see what you're saying. Flared base. Yes, we need to look for things with flared bases. So as you look around the room for things with flared bases, uh, you're going to find that there is a pretty common looking door to the northern wall. It doesn't, there's nothing particularly notable other than it exists. And then there is a door of similar like disinterest, but what appears to be a little more wear on the eastern wall. Wasn't there another door off of the room previous to this one as well that we did not take? Yeah, there was like a wooden door. 
Uh, yes, the room that you were just in, the worship hall, there were like three doors, there were like three or four doors outside of the one that you guys came in on. Oh, dang. And in the baths, which is what I think you're thinking of, there was a door that you guys did not explore. So many doors, so many options. I'm, I'm tempted to say we should split up and look for clues, but after the whole... Uh bronze temple trying to kill us with traps the instant we walked through doorways thing i don't i'm not keen on that notably unless you guys have an active light source the only one who's going to be able to see effectively at this point is going to be solinar the lights that you guys had been using get dimmer and dimmer the further you get from the entrance um i mean i've been i've got a little flame little glowy flame that it's been lighting up around me would you cast fairy fire on yourself? No, I have produced flame as a cantrip. Okay, so you're just like walking around with fire. Yeah. Cash. Casual. It's like a little. It's a little. You guys like, also should have like torches and stuff. Like. I mean. Yes. Because this has basically got a torch, but magical. That was a great sound effect for that. Yeah, that's what happens when I accidentally touch my mic arm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> It sounded that like that was the magic. Mm-hmm. I've got a copy of my body as my weapon, and we could set that on fire and use it as a torch. Oh, I've got matches. How do you guys not have torches? Um. Oh, here we go. I've... We'll just use we'll use my hand axe because if I look in the description of it, it says simple light thrown. Okay, <laughs> so sure. You take your it's, simple. It's, it's casting light. <laughs> yeah, your light throwing axe. <laughs> exactly. Could so, you throw that axe down the hall so we can see? That is so stupid that I'm actually going to allow it because that's really funny. Wait, so can we I... say that it's can we say that it's now like an an axe of an axe of dim light or something like that? Yeah, that's what it and, is now because that's And we didn't really know funny. that because I've never taken it out of the bag before. <laughs> it glows. It glows when Boat is about, but because Boat has never not been around the axe, he just assumes that it glows all the time. <laughs> I've got I've got this lantern I almost never use, and Solonar pulls a hooded lantern out of his bag. I'm going to go ahead and say Solonar lights his hooded lantern, uh, burning away literal years of dust in the process. So for light sources, we've got uh, a hooded lantern, a light spell, and my axe! (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Koza's produced flame, excuse you. Does somebody else want to carry this around? I, I don't like to carry it because it makes me more visible as a person. Alita's <laughs> going to sigh and take the lantern from you. Thank you. I mean, I don't know if it really matters if you're sneaky. I haven't seen anything in here. That's what they want you to think. But like, isn't that weird? It's a little strange. There, There's not even any dust or dirt or anything the last temples that we went to were um desecrated in horrific ways with corpses and blood and all manner of terrible things this just looks like everybody went to dinner well we can't say for certain that they didn't and then got murdered there though the whole not having dust now that you say that i'm looking around I haven't seen a single rat since we've gotten in here, which is weird. And the lack of dust, also weird. 
So it's yeah, let's let's be alert for last time I was somewhere this clean, it was infested with slimes. Keep your eyes open for slimes. Is there like another door? In the sliding puzzle room? Yeah. Yeah, there, other than the door you entered, there are two doors, one to the north and one to the east. Both of them are pretty nondescript and basic wooden doors. But the one on the east, it seems to show a little bit more wear than the other one does. Are they locked? Nope. Well, let's, um, let's, oh, which, which door should we go through first? I mean, let me pop open this here north door. I think it might be a closet or something. So it opens with a creak and reveals a dark, long, winding hallway. Not what I was expecting. Um, Longest closet I've ever seen. Let me check this one over here. The door opens with a little bit more ease than the first and also reveals a long, dark hallway. Oh, that one's a walk-in closet. (laughs) I feel like leaving this house but um house house of leaves there's long door didn't we just talk about how none of us have read that book except you chapman (laughs) okay there's one audience member losing it right now there's one audience it's like how we always have done this show we just keep alienating listeners until there's one person who's like this is the show for me all we need is one, baby. <laughs> if you're still listening to this, you're all we need. Oh, my God. The rest of you, get out of here. <laughs> this one's special. All right. So do we want the slightly less traveled long winding hallway or the slightly more traveled long winding hallway? Oh, 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 I know this poem. For I took the slightly less traveled long winding hallway because it was less traveled for a reason. And I found at the end of it, another another hallway. And that's how I ended up in this hallway where I'm writing this poem. Well, we could Is that just... Where the Dungeon Ends by Shell Silver Dragon? <laughs> yes, it is. Shell is a well-known silver dragon. He had many priests. I, uh, let, me, let me go in advance and scope this space out because uh, I was just thinking about it. Maybe it's less traveled because it's full of traps. Did you, are you talking about the north or the east? The north. That was the one that was less worn of a door, right? Yes. Yeah, so that one. What if, so, what if me and Johannes went and checked out the other direction? Solinar is already through the door and like looking at walls and walking and stepping with purpose. But he also rolled a 13, so. Roll a dexterity save. Oh, good. 12? 12? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Gabe, you know what to do. Layer that laugh. Okay. This is the stupidest trap I've ever done. So, as you step onto the floor and begin to, like, look around, you hear a as, like, a whirring sound of, like, something with a motor sort of rapidly spinning, the floor underneath your feet shoots forward like a broken version of those moving sidewalks in an airport. (laughs) And it bodily yeets you against the wall face first. And you take 
five damage. You guys are going to continue hearing the insane whirring of this hallway. So, oh no, the limes. So what you hear is the, you hear the whirring start up and then you hear Solinar go, well, that's not very good. <laughs> and then there's just this like echoing <laughs> down the hallway. And then you hear wham very, very distantly. Does, okay. the, does the moving sidewalk like loop back around under itself like an escalator? Yes. Is Solinar wearing any loose fitting clothing? Like perhaps a cape? He is wearing a cloak, don't, but I'm not going to I'm not gonna final destination yeah. him. Don't you take his does cloak anybody, from him? Does anyone really far away hear something saying, wake me up before you go go? <laughs> <laughs> Can't tell. <laughs> I was so hoping someone would fail the check for that trap. Solonar, right. are you okay? <sighs> yes, I will oh, be. Well, he's he's alive. Don't worry. Hey, Solonar, don't worry. You can take half damage if you see it coming. Can I? No, I don't think I have that yet. No, you you can't. Anyways, it would. It's a wall. <laughs> <laughs> Dodge this. <laughs> That was a joke, Solonar. <laughs> All right, Koza, Johannes, you guys were going to look through the other door? Oh, no, wait. First, I'm going to throw one of these flat limes on this thing and launch it to Solonar. Solonar, I'm sending you a lime. You're sending me a what? Oh, right in the gut. <laughs> it's for gut health. <laughs> it's a probiotic lime. All right, Johannes, Koza. Um... So that seems like it might not be a good way to go. So, um, should we go check out the other way? Um, we should probably make sure that Solonar can walk. I don't know. I guess what we do, do we just, if this takes up the whole, like, I can just jump over the whirring floor plate, right? No, it's the whole floor. Oh my god. The whole floor goes, is that, like, moving sidewalk dealio. It goes on forever. Solonar, is there another way for you to get out of there? Is there another way for me to get out of there? So the wall that you were hurled bodily against is uh, because there's a turn in the hallway that leads down. You see that it is forked to the south and what seems to be southwest. So I took the north door. And it turned to the right, taking you to the east. Got it. Okay. So then uh, Solonar is going to be like, uh, yeah, I think I think maybe I can go this way. And he goes through the south door. The south door? Yeah. All right. Well, before I get to that, what are you, where are you guys going? Oh, I'm standing there. I'm trying to figure out how we can get to Solonar. I don't want to leave him behind. Do you want to roll with advantage since you're seeing the floor go nuts? Oh, to go like, to Solonar? Yeah, yeah to I can do that. Yeah, roll a uh, deck save with advantage. But isn't it the whole floor down the entire hallway? Yes, I'm letting you surf it. Oh, uh, okay. I will do... Solonar, give us a second. Hey, Koza. Uh, yeah. You remember that time that you put your feet inside of the pool and had nice, some hot water on your toes? Yes, I, I, yeah. 
Well, get ready to put those moist toes to work, cause we're surfing the uh, floor. Wait, wait, don't push me! <laughs> I push him, and then I go myself. I will, all, I will allow you, Kosa, to have advantage as well, because you know the floor's treacherous ways. I got a seventeen. I got a fifteen. Both of you are able to land with your feet solidly on the floor and surf down it, catching yourselves as the floor turns solid again. Whoa. Hurry, Koza, we gotta make our flight. Come on, boat. Okay. Uh, roll dexterity with advantage. This sounds like a bunch of nonsense. <laughs> uh, with advantage, I got 17. You are also able to surf your way down and catch yourself. Ugh. Hey, Solinar, thanks for sussing out that trap for us. Lead the way, good buddy. Solinar's already popped open the southern door and, like, poked his head in. But he hasn't gone much further because he heard Johannes tell him to wait. And he's like, I feel like if the other way was east, and then we kind of, we kind of, like, went up and we did this turn thing, and then this way goes back kind of that direction, I feel like this would connect back to where we were. So what's, what's through that south door? So what is through the south door that you're investigating is a room that is enormous, shiny, and opulent. Rows of gorgeous plush chairs upholstered in marigold velvet face the stage. No set pieces adorn the stage itself, yet the curtain is open as if in the middle of a show. A magnificent copper chandelier, somehow still lit, hangs from the ceiling, high enough for the clearance of even a dragon's head. All right, this is very suspicious. Unless the deactivation of the sliding puzzle or the activation of the floor puzzle lit that chandelier, it's probably lit by magic, right? Like, it would have to be. How else would it stay lit? Ghosts. <laughs> oh, I really- Maybe it's like my axe. I really don't want a ghost dungeon. That doesn't sound like a good time for me. Although, and Solinar unsheathes attention like halfway and the blade starts glowing red. He's like, I bet Astrid can hit ghosts. Astrid tension. A, a tenstrid. Whatever. And then he sheathes attention. I'm going to pull the curtains back on this stage. So question, how are you guys talking? Like what volume? I mean, uh, like uh, speaking uh, volume. A demon's yeah. whis a demon's whisper. <laughs> no, you're not, Brandon. Don't you lie to me. I'm yelling at full volume all times because it's my normal volume. Johannes's speaking level is eleven. Eleven mm. out of a possible seven. Ooh, a seven eleven. No, an eleven seven. <laughs> <laughs> You're currently speaking at a 10-4. All right. At ease, 5-2. <laughs> Johannes, you're going to go throw the curtains? Yeah. All right, Koza, Bo? Uh, is, uh, are there seats in front of the stage? Yes. I'll take a seat. It's very comfortable. Solinar's going to half jog and jump up onto the stage. Making a loud thunk with your feet. I also will sit down. I'm pulling back the curtains, and then I'm going to jump on the stage. Solonar's going to see if he can find, like, a props room or anything right off of the stage. 
let's say let's say uh stage left so to stage left you are going to find a small or like a, a small door that doesn't have a whole lot of decor to it but it is painted a brilliant bright blue Opening the door does reveal a room filled with vanities, racks of costumes, props, set dressings, and after some inspection, what appears to be very expired makeup. Johannes, I found the costumes. Of course, I was just about to introduce you to our esteemed guests. Hello, esteemed guests, both noblemen and also professional athletes alike. Alita politely claps. Today, and also Alita, I'm so sorry I forget you're here sometimes. That's fair. You should come and sit in a seat instead of standing in the corner of the room. I feel weird about it, honestly. Alita, you're an esteemed guest, and I want these seats. Wait, are those seats comfortable, Koza? Oh, they're quite comfortable. Alita sighs and takes the seat next to Boat. Esteemed guests, noblemen, noblewomen, and also professional athletes who are here today, I introduce to you the two-man play starring yours truly and also the true star, this man in a costume. Solonar walks out uh, mostly dressed as a clown, no makeup, and is holding his bronze throwing daggers and he's like wait wait are we doing are we doing a play or are we doing a show these are very different i i feel like i should maybe change as you guys are having this conversation your voices echo out through the big emptiness of this hall carried in that same air is going to be the sound that you're not able to place exactly it's metallic and repetitive, almost as if somebody is dragging a chain along the floor, but consistent. There is no pause, as if someone was taking footsteps. You hear a click. You hear some whirring gears, and it is getting louder and closer. Hey guys, Alex here. I am just popping in to thank some of our Patreon subscribers. I cannot tell you guys how much it means to me to have you guys all on this journey with us and for making this possible. I want to thank Brian Barltrop, Caitlin Brophy, Craig Little, James Arms, Kane Agnelli, and Kyle Oatman. You guys help make this reality and I'll never be able to tell you how grateful I am. So hopefully this does a little bit of it. Thank you. Wait, so does, does any of y'all have 
light though? I know Alita mm-hmm. does. Wait, so did Alita do the light spell? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Somebody did a light spell. I it was I either think it was Johannes. It was either Alita or Johannes. I think it was me. I think it was Johannes. But, and I think they put it on somebody. But I don't know if I actually have that spell, so give me a second. <laughs> it's a cantrip. I'm not gonna be really militant about that. I'm not super great at keeping up with my character sheet, believe it or not. I never knew. 